Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Good Grow Great Podcast. I'm Talia Toha and this is Growth Amplifiers. This is a segment where we have fun with a particular topic and we dive into it. Sometimes the topics are rather unconventional and a little bit different and uncommon for what you're trying to achieve. But still, what we're trying to do is we're trying to pull left brain and right brain sources and really use both of them to amplify your growth, whether that's personally, professionally, in your work, right? Whatever that might be, I want you guys to be able to take each episode, dissect it, deconstruct it, adapt and adopt it to your own life so that you get to live an enriched life that is full of meaning and is purpose-driven to the core so that you don't have to regret your steps, right? Or even if you take a misstep, you know that in the long run, you're still working towards that fulfillment, which is just beautiful and something that is um, I'm so passionate about, as you can probably tell. So today, we are going to be talking about people who have changed the world in a massive way. And I'm talking about not just anyone, but people who are particularly shy, perhaps introverted, and definitely unlikely to have made that change. And yet, they did, which is kind of cool, right? And these are people from either from history or people who are, um, you know, currently obviously still active in what they do. But I wanted to kind of highlight and show a handful of people who I happen to also admire, I love their work, but also whose name lives on, right? And that name has been proven to continue to perpetuate over the course of generations, over the course of different history books, over the course of really of, you know, people searching for impact and people continue to study this. So we studied this as well. We researched them and we learned just a ton of wonderful discovery and information that we then want to share with you. That way, whenever you feel like, oh my goodness, I can't do that. I'm, you know, I'm not that. I don't want to be that person. I can't do that. Whenever you feel any of that, you can look to this episode and you can look to these people, right, and adopt what they're doing into your own life, your way. What a beautiful way to take ownership of your progress and journey. So before we get started, without further ado, be sure to hit that follow, subscribe, add, collect, save, and download button because we're going to get started. Let's do this. Okay, you guys, so I have definitely felt this before a number of years ago, and even occasionally here and then now, not so much now, but um, definitely every now and then this creeps up. And I know that a handful of my friends um, who are even further down the road than me, they still feel this. Sometimes they feel like they are not quite up to par, right, to people's expectations, or sometimes they don't feel like they have what it takes to, quote unquote, get there, or have what it takes to be like that person that they admire. It's very interesting. I mean, you can call this, um, you know, shyness, you can call this imposter syndrome, you can call this uh, whatever terminology that you want to call. But the reality is that everyone 
feels this. And the question is, how do we make sure that these types of feelings um, or these types of, I guess, occurrences don't actually hinder the good work that you're meant to do? Because it would be such a shame that uh, it'd be so, I think it's just be awful, really, if you don't then go to the places that you want to go and be at the level that you want to be if you allow these things to prevent you from getting there. So I want to share with you five people who are who happen to be shy, specifically shy, introverted, quiet, um, and have this really just humility almost and yet are able to move mountains in a meaningful way. And yet they are able to really move the needle, speak to other people and have other people really, really subscribe to what they believe in as well, right? What a freeing feeling to be able to do things in the way that you do it, still be yourself, shy and everything else, everything else, but still be able to achieve what you're trying to achieve. Number one, Rosa Parks, right? Rosa Parks, if you don't know who Rosa Parks is, is a an American figure. Um, historically, she is known to have refused to give up her seat for a white man because, um, you know, because at that time, the rules was that she is not allowed to sit in certain places, uh, right? Because of the rules. So it is really kind of one of those things that, a, there's a lot of risk to doing what she did. Um, B, it was very uncommon, right? And C, it's against the normal societal form. And yet she did it anyway. But she did this in a way that is unyielding, in a way that though is still resonating with her personality. Um, and her personality had been known to have been very shy, very timid, right? And very humble. And yet, when people are asked to describe Rosa and um, her personality, people call her as soft-spoken, sweet, small in stature, but having the courage of a lion and having radical humility and having quiet fortitude, isn't this so beautiful? I mean, can you think of, I feel like I can think of at least a couple of people in my life who is similar in this way, right? You almost have this sense that they are absolutely really at peace with where they are because they don't, they know that they don't have to be loud to get noticed and they know that they don't have to you know, do a bunch of jazz hands that they don't want to. And I'm using this figuratively, of course, not, you know, I'm not kind of, um, you know, shading dancers, because that's not at all the point here. But, you know, you don't have to do all the things, be gregarious, be loud, be found everywhere to still make an impact. And that's Rosa Parks takeaway is that, yeah, just just do your thing, uh, but be unyielding in it. Right. And so when you come to a point in your work where you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do that. That's fine. But find a way to be able to do something to achieve your goals and advance your cause in a way that is aligned with your personality, your seasonal life, your preference. It's your choice. 
Isn't that fantastic? So Rosa Parks did that. Mahatma Gandhi is another, uh, number two, who also did something similar. Of course, you can research his body of work really, really prolifically. And what's fascinating about Mahatma Gandhi is that he was, um, he really made a movement when uh, the way to make a movement is something completely opposite, right? There's a lot of force. There was a lot of violence because people think that that's the only way that they can get what they want. And if you even think of, you know, the perspective of really sharing your whatever, sharing your skill set, what you're good at, um, you know, if you're applying for a job or even your business, if you want to get more sales, a lot of the things that you see is are these methods of yelling and pressuring and pushing and just being loud all the time, right? But if it doesn't resonate with you, why? And what's fascinating is that Gandhi particularly once said, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. I love this quote so much. Think about, right? Think about how a tsunami is first created. It all actually usually starts from um, really a centralized, almost small, I know that they're not always small, but sometimes small point, like a focal point, a little thing that builds upon another wave just next to it, and then another, and another, and then hundreds of miles later, or even thousands of miles later, a big, you know, just wall of water has been produced. So ripple effect rather than a just big splashy thing. Um, same thing with wind, fire, like you just use you, we, all of the signs are there for us to look at you guys. So in a gentle way, you can shake the world. So don't be discouraged when you feel like, oh, I don't want to change who I am, what I do. I don't really need that guy. You don't have to be that guy. Not at all. You don't have to be any of that. You can just be yourself. And it's so, so true. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi is an example. Charles Darwin is another historical figure that I absolutely admire, obviously, being the person who discovered all of these species and his work in evolutionary biology, all of that. It takes such a great deal of self-discipline to consistently work on that topic in solitude. Now I know that he also happens to like that his own solitude, but the point is he's a very quiet type and he didn't try to advance his career by trying to lobby and network and try, right? Like he didn't do much of that. Maybe he did some, but contrary to popular belief, he didn't try to like, you know, leverage his authority and speak in public all the time. Rather, he focused on not just good work, but great work that then became truly exceptional. And if you don't believe that you're capable of producing something that only you can produce, that everyone also wants, try it, right? Try it and see, because it only takes that level of focus, quiet, right? Turn off the phones, turn off the tablets and the computer at specific hours. I don't mean all the time. You can definitely still be part of civilization, but give yourself, I don't know, five minutes a day 
in perfect solitude, thinking about ideation, thinking about things that massively can change your work. I know that some of my biggest, biggest discoveries and biggest, most meaningful changes in my business came from complete, complete and utter quiet. Um, I have this thing on Wednesdays or Thursdays. Now the time has changed a little bit where I do not have any involvement, social media, you know, any, I don't have any of that. No meetings, no calls, um, no podcasting, even like none of that. And from those days when I have just myself, a pen and paper, I was just so amazed by what that pen and paper can do. And you will be surprised that that is something you can produce too. And let's, you know, I know that you're like, well, I, I, you want to be humble, but that's, you know, human beings, you're meant to live to the point where, you know, you want to push your limit and you can't push your limit without that consecutive minutes and hours upon hours of quiet. And so give yourself the gift to be able to do that right? You are doing yourself um, a disservice if you don't do that, right? Similar to Chopin, of course, Frederick Chopin, who is a musical genius, you know, 30, he only gave, believe this uh, or not, he only gave 30 public performances in his lifetime, which considering his body of work is quite little, right? Considering all of the work that he's done in classical music, but he's so shy, he just doesn't want to do it great. You don't have to do any of that. He's so quiet, but when he's quiet, he turned it into productive composition. And I always talk on this podcast about turning weakness into strength. And Chopin definitely did that. He's like, if I am going to be on my own, I'm going to use that time on my own to produce just absolutely stunning work. And you can do this too right? Similar to that point that I just made about Charles Darwin. And of course, Steven Spielberg. And a lot of you guys know who Steven Spielberg is, especially if you follow the movie industry and the entertainment industry. Of course, he created many giant blockbuster movies, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, on and on and on in his list. But even him, he identifies as an introvert. He admitted that as much as he says he prefers to make movies, he also actually prefers to spend time just getting lost into movies and just enjoying it, right? I I don't know about you guys, but I definitely sometimes feel like this. I do a lot of work um, doing this with the podcast, but also speaking and teaching my students, people who want to grow their career, people who want to grow their business. Um, and so I do enjoy that time with other people and it's meaningful and it's impactful. But at the end of the day, I needed that time on my own and it's so important. And so I think the majority of my personality probably is more leaning towards introvert, uh, but I do enjoy uh, speaking and interacting with other people as well. So uh, all of these people really, really are somebody, some people that I look to, to um, draw inspiration whenever I feel like I'm being pressured to do the things that I don't want to do, right? So you don't have to do any of that. You can still do things on your own and better yet, it will give you time to do things that are absolutely exceptional. What a freeing feeling to be able to do that, right? So 
take heart to that. And I want to leave you with that because such important uh, topic and such an important conversation to have, especially if you're an introvert. So I wanted to encourage you to hit that follow, add, subscribe, collect, save, and download button because the next time we will be talking more about ways that you can grow professionally, personally, in your business, in your work, and in your life. Thank you guys for joining me. I am Talia Toha. I'll see you next time.